0: Welcome to the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. I am your host, Captain Bill. And don't be surprised when I tell you this, but I have a crew of over 8,000 people behind me. And today, with me, at the desk with me, in front of me, in person, within arm's reach of me, I have just two. My Nakama on this voyage through the Grand Line. First Mate Justin and Lou the Glue. Every week, we go over the legendary anime and manga series One Piece. One Piece at a time. This week, we're covering episodes 229 through 236. Oh. Y'all better be ready for this one. But one way that you might not be ready for this is if you have not seen these episodes. And you don't want to get spoiled on these, so you better go watch them then come back. And oh, you want to hear us talk about these. Yeah. Cuz you know these this is some amazing one piece content. Yeah, we're going to have we're going to have some stuff to say. Yeah. It, it's going to be these
1: are these are some big episodes that we're covering right now. And
2: guys, guys, if you did see this episode or these episodes, you know, I'm I'm going to recommend <laughs> something for you. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're driving in your car. Maybe you're at home right now.
1: You're the milkman. You're putting the bottles out. You got those short shorts on. But there's this honey that, like, every, like, four uh, at the end of the block, that every time, you know, you get a little snack. Like, you know, whenever you go to <laughs> that
2: spot, right? Whoa. Go, she might pull, be it. And you, she, you know what? Pull her aside. Show oh, her these episodes. And then what you're going to need to do, go over to that fridge, go over to the convenience store, get a beer. Uh This shit's about to get real fucking sad. Let's talk about Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I'm gonna get. Bill's favorite movie. Okay, so, all right,
0: listeners, I'm gonna be sad on this podcast today. Uh, It's gonna be a lot of sadness. Uh, one from legitimate emotional content from One Piece, and one from talking about this fucking movie these guys made me. You watch. have
2: been dying to watch
0: this movie for years. I, I've been dying to well, avoid it. Justin's. Yeah. there's
1: there's nothing more that I've wanted uh since I've become friends with Bill than to watch this Dragon Ball movie. Like since it's. Since it's been in theaters, I have wanted Bill to watch this movie with me. So much so that I have
0: stop myself from watching it which I can't believe that he abstained yeah. from wa- yeah the I guy who's ch- seen oh, every you know, movie yeah Justin has seen literally everything any movie you've ever seen any TV series you've ever seen it doesn't matter where you've seen it Justin has seen it too he's better than you um,
2: <laughs> 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 and you could tell this by a lot by like tennis players <laughs> you can tell this a lot by playing tennis this, <laughs> yes. is, this yes. is
0: a fucking stupid tennis inside joke we have okay um, but the point is that you know most people you know like how can i say this this is coming from the heart you know to save yourself for someone you know is like a is like a big monumental thing and justin saved himself for me yeah so that way he could watch me in so much pain <laughs> watching the dragon ball evolution and movie. justin and i
2: had a Ball. Let's get into oh it. Let's
1: get in. Let's go.
0: Let's go scene by scene. Let's go frame by <laughs> yeah. frame. Uh,
2: we could go frame by <laughs> because there's some horrible frames in say, this. That is the most realistic looking Piccolo I've ever seen. Handsome school. The Piccolo work? is not the worst part of this movie. It's what,
0: sad that that's not the, the worst uh, part. <laughs> what's the
2: worst part? Um, is it that Jesse Pinkman played <laughs> Yeah. Let it
0: looks ask. like, it, dude. You're pulling the picture side by side. It is. It has the same. He has the same forehead. Um, and yeah, the same kind of smile. Let know. me
1: let me go first uh, uh, in favor of go the ahead.
0: defense. Uh, oh, I yeah. didn't know you were going to defend this. No, 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 I no defend myself. To defend.
1: Like defend myself. Go ahead, for ahead. Defend yourself. It. So, Bill loves pain.
2: Like <laughs> loves. This, is, this is Not wrong.
1: He's he is a, he's a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Um, and I felt that this was the most, like fun punishment that yeah. I could ever give Bill because Bill such a wonderful person, such a great <laughs> captain. He's so
2: deserving of this. Yeah, and this is so <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about having to make Bill watch this movie is that he said Unhinged is a better film.
0: That's true. This, this movie
2: is Which means worse. We could watch it again. Yeah. This, <laughs> the
0: reasons why this movie is worse than Unhinged. One, Unhinged, while it might be the dumbest plot of all time, at least the plot kind of makes sense. Uh, but also, Unhinged is not totally stomping on an entire like established like IP. IP. Whereas the Dragon Ball movie is definitely. And so the other thing about Unhinged is you you come away from Unhinged being like. That's one of the worst movies ever, and that's just a bad piece of media. But you come away from the Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Evolution movie wondering, like, if you've never seen Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball GT even, um, you come away from Dragon Ball being like, wow, this whole series fucking sucks. <laughs> well, like and, why did they make Krillin a parrot? Like, nobody knows. <laughs> I mean, that was the worst joke I made during the whole movie. I'm you guys
2: love that. Like, there comes Krillin as a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> they just <laughs> kept that parrot in, like... Five scenes yeah. for no reason. <laughs> they never referred to it. Oh, so,
0: so one of the things you might notice if, if you've seen this movie, if you're, if if any of you listeners like, so are pulling a, up screen caps of it. Let's give a
1: little. Is, back, let's uh, give a little
0: background first. It, well, like, I'm just, you know, let me just, let me just finish my thought here. Is that all the characters, rather than looking like Dragon Ball Z characters, look like they're out of a Hollister uh, like <laughs> catalog, uh, especially Goku and Chi Chi. Um, Chi Chi in this though I will say uh, the highlight of the movie Chi Chi was looking bad as hell <laughs> super sexy um, she comes out like they and, and, and they do a little too much with Chi Chi's cleavage like they have her walking directly to the camera or do they do too much uh, they do. but I, I gotta say, that was the, the few, like, reprieves of enjoyment uh, that I did have during that. I was I, like, alright, well, she.
2: I really wish I remember uh, what her character name is. There's this other baddie. Other
0: cleavage chick, yeah. Yeah,
2: and, uh, like, she is a trained assassin who does little to no assassinations. Um, she does some weird things. She's a shapeshifter, but Goku punches her once in the face and then she just, like, runs away. And then the <laughs> next time you see her... She goes after uh, Bulma, and Yamcha just shoots her in the fucking back once, and she's just dead face
1: down. Let's roll uh, roll it back a little bit. If you don't know what we're talking about...
0: You're better off. (laughs) You're better off, but... Oh, she looks so good. God damn.
1: um, Dragon Ball Evolution is a movie that came out in 2009. It was a live adaptation of the uh, Dragon Ball uh, series.
0: Um That's saying starting, that's a live adaptation is is we're saying very, very loose there was the names of the same characters. It's, but so, beyond that, there's a lot of uh It was
1: an attempt to make like, you know, that anime into a feature film franchise. Yeah, I mean at the time there was there was no uh Dragon Ball anime uh like there is now. Um and it was a valuable IP that uh was right to be made into <laughs> a feature film. Now everything that happened afterwards there is no excuse for it.
0: <laughs> Yes. Because I'm, this... I, it's, it, it feels good to hear you say this, Justin. Yeah, I'm no, gonna... because this film yeah.
1: is I mean does this film go from being like a tr- uh, like a train wreck to being like past being a train wreck to being a movie that i want to keep forever because it's so bad <laughs> yes like I, <laughs> that is true um but uh yeah this uh, having bill watch this movie yeah. is the like the highlight of my <laughs> yeah.
2: vacation. i think the lesson that we learned is if you have a friend who is a die-hard dragon ball fan make them watch this movie and make them hurt. It and yeah, enjoy make it. them
0: hurt um so what other notes do we, what like do we want to go around the room and uh, talk about... How great it is? Yeah. Uh, so, I already said... I did say what I liked about it. I like, I like Chi-Chi uh, looking sexy, and that's about all I like. I thought... So, is, is, is that, do we want to go around the room and we want to say one nice thing? Yeah. And then, and then we can go around and say all the bad things.
2: <laughs> like, one, like, yeah, one, yeah. Like, like,
0: I want to take turns. Here's the
2: nice thing. I think it was so cool of them to add in... Because everybody knows you can do this in Dragon Ball. It's like, when Goku died... Uh, they just made him back to life. I thought that was pretty awesome. I didn't, you know... Mm. Like, <laughs> so I look like that. <laughs>
1: no, um... I would say that <laughs> I liked seeing Chao and Fat. And I was like, oh, look, there's Chao and Fat uh, in this movie as Master Roshi. Now, was he Master Roshi? No, he was Chao and Fat. Like, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, uh... Like Bill was saying, it was it was it was bizarre. It was a bizarre choice. Um I made the comment during the movie, I was like, you know what they really wanted this movie to be? Like, they unsuccessfully made what was a successful movie of Detective Pikachu. It's like taking source material and making a fun movie for a broad audience. Mm. But unlike that. It's very bad. This and is man, very not bad. There,
2: I don't know what moment did was did not supposed
0: succeed. to be fun I in think, this.
2: Like, the difference in that, too, is, like, Detective Pikachu is just, like, a caricature of Pikachu, right? Like, it's been in games, but there's no real storyline. So, like, you can do a storyline of Detective
1: no, Pikachu. I mean, a lot of Whereas it Dragon is... Dragon Ball has...
2: I an mean, established storyline. Yeah. And it's just, like, do... Well... Just do the story.
1: No, I mean, like, I'm just... I'm, I'm talking about in the most basic level of, like, inhabiting a world. Like, you know, because, like, it's... The deck of Pikachu is at least in the Pokemon universe where they like make references to other things that you know from Pokemon, the anime, or you know, the games. Whereas Dragon Ball, completely out of thin air, makes whole new things, yeah. changes, uh, established things from Dragon Ball. And I can understand like taking some artistic liberty uh, with certain aspects, but like some of this shit is like it's so creative how far off the grid they went it's like you ha- they were trying to make it inaccurate
0: like is or like to yeah. try to yeah so i'm ready to jump in with the first negative that i have to say uh and i think what will end up happening is uh that these two will run out of negative things to say and i cuz i'll have so many so, uh, so there might have, to, I, I like there to might have, it. there might have to be a lightning round where I just go <laughs> through the things I hate in this movie. Um, first of all, uh, Goku goes to high school. Uh, what, cool? what the fuck even is? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. yeah this is gonna be everything. Every, Lou's gonna have, <laughs> Lou's gonna play this game throughout the entire uh, entire podcast. I'm sure. Um, the same way Lou loves uh, unhinged so much. Um, it's a good movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he goes to high school and he's bullied in high school. Uh, so, all right, I'm, I'm going to pass it on to Lou. That's your next. You, you can say your ne- your next negative thing.
2: You know, that Goku drives a Vespa, I thought was cool, but it, I was like really distraught when the bully ran it over. But I thought it was really cool that Goku restrained from, you know, fighting.
0: Yeah, and why doesn't Goku not have the Nimbus? Wait, that was Justin's turn to say something negative. guy against Justin.
1: Well, no. Uh, what I was going to say is that. Uh, this is, like, an example of what I was talking about before, of the uh, them going so far out of the way to be inaccurate, but but still say that they're referencing something. Like, having Masaroshi's house be in the city, but, like... It's, on like, on Randall Ratt- Island or something. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like, in, like, a, there's, like, a bridge to it and that's the only house that's on the bridge yeah. was it's like that's like stupid. it's like they they knew they knew that this house is supposed to be like in the middle of an ocean and they said no, no gonna do that.
0: it really feels like they had another movie that was like mostly done and then they were like how can we just make it Dragon Ball Z and like kind of meet it halfway it really feels like high school musical that they threw like some Dragon Ball Z uh, like names onto. Um
2: you guys didn't like Goku when he had, like, a sword? So I didn't like Goku when he
0: had a sword. I also don't like... Actually, I'm just going to go through kind of a lightning round right now because I'm, I'm tired of hearing you guys talk about... Not uh, uh, good uh, it yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I talk at all about this movie, so I'm, I'm trying to to be done with it. So uh, things I don't like. Um, Kamehameha is, like, a like. It's just, like, makes fire. That's not real. That's What the fuck is that? Uh, Goku, uh, not even that fit. Uh, really think and and guys, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I may be more muscular than Goku is in this movie, uh, and this is like a Hollywood actor. There's no excuse. Um, I, uh, I I did like I did like Yamcha's triceps in this. Yamcha did look great. He had great delts, great triceps. Um, so you know that Take there that was at least that. Um, the Goku Ozaru transformation is abysmal. Um, also, uh, Piccolo he I, he was like weirdly obsessed with the like new weird shit about the Azaru transformation that's not real um, the Dragon Balls seem to have like a like a Sauron like uh, like you touch them and you like Lord of the Rings type shit goes on uh, what the fuck is that about uh, Bulma has some blue streaks in her hair uh this is pathetic and uh, <laughs> this
2: is pathetic.
0: It, it's well it's pathetic because it's like there's just cosplayers who like do way better. It's like so non-committal to like the aesthetic of the character. I will say Bulma did look good though. She I mean, was awesome. she, she was a baddie. Yeah. Uh so there was that. Uh you know, and, and Bulma's a baddie in in the in the anime too, so this is this is one thing they did get a little bit right. Um there was a moment where Goku does a backflip kick into someone's chin um, and when they pull out he's landing that backflip as if it was a front flip with, a, with a, like a double axe handle like downward strike onto that person's head so it's a, it's a backflip that ends with a front flip which is just basic obvious choreography flub uh, in a, a movie that uh, someone got paid probably way more than I do to like review it um we also have
2: uh Jesse Pinkman well, as let's Goku. Uh, we're doing lightning round, loose. Yep, yeah. Uh Jesse Pinkman as uh Goku. Betch. Goku <laughs> 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 Uh Goku has force powers. He can open lockers. Yeah. She she goes to high school, but at the same time she owns multiple machine guns and kills people at her dad's lab. True. Uh I really liked they didn't have the Capsule Corp logo anywhere. Oh, the,
1: damn, that. That, that was that was mine. I was going to say uh, uh, a Toriyama like has like a, such a distinct style. Like 90% of Dragon Ball is like that style and the first, you don't see one Capsule Corp thing anywhere. No. I would kill if someone in the background had Trunks's jacket. Yes. Yeah. In the background, if they like somewhere, like oh Easter egg, look, that's Trunks's jacket in the background. No. The people who wrote no. this didn't watch Dragon Ball. <laughs> no, they did. Like here's the thing, they did. They like because they knew enough to fuck it up. Like mm-hmm. they, like you don't, like you can't. Fuck that Masaroshi thing up without knowing that he does live on an island. Instead, they would just put him in a city, like in an apartment or something. That would be, oh, they've never watched Dragon Ball. They don't know where Masaroshi lives. No, they're like, oh, no, we do know, but we think it's going to be better if we (laughs) put him in the middle of the
0: city. (laughs) Masaroshi has no hair. He has hair. Uh, First of all, what the fuck? He has hair. (laughs) He has no facial hair. Uh, obvious design fuck-up. He doesn't wear the red rim glasses. He wears some regular glasses. It's almost like, what's the name of the guy who plays him? Uh, Chai Young-Fat. Yeah, he saw that script and he was like, this is so shitty that I will not alter my appearance in any way for this movie. I will certainly not shave my head you know,
1: Well, actually, and you know, Cha Young-Fat's most famous role is from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where he does shave his said, head.
0: Yeah, so he, <laughs> a, a much better movie than this. A, a phenomenal movie. Yeah, actually. no, it's, it's perfect.
2: I think uh, the only thing left to really talk about is that Kamehameha at the end it oh, it's a works kime- like a magnet
0: yeah Kamehameha mm-hmm. at the end so if anyone has seen the Dragon Ball Piccolo fight spoilers if you if you have not seen it go ahead and click ahead like two minutes but what happens is Goku uh, again this is where I'm going the spoilers right here so this is your last chance Goku <laughs> uses the Kamehameha against the ground to rocket himself upward and then punches through Piccolo's entire body with his entire body hey, um, in in this he like the Kamehameha like sucks Piccolo down. I don't even no. Like, it sucks no, Goku pulls up. Go- Goku yeah. up. Yeah, it's, it's like what the fuck. I don't even. It's just remember, like, and then he hugged him or something. I he know. hugged him. He gave him a kiss, and he said,
2: "We him like a piccolo." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go, there go. Go. Let's, Let's make
1: that, that joke. Like that fool, like a piccolo. Um,
2: don't show I, your friends. I
1: I could uh, I could say that I had no idea. If Piccolo was dead at the end of the movie, I actually forgot the entire end of the movie, uh, how it ended or anything like that. No post credit sequence.
0: One benefit of the movie, though, is that it it is like an hour and 25 minutes, uh, which was still way too long for this film. uh, That (laughs) should not even exist. Uh, One minute watching it is too much. But, you know, I think uh, Unhinged is longer. That's one thing that this movie has. Uh, this for. one felt longer. Well, beforehand. yeah.
1: B- to be fair, Bill did stop the movie several times to have us rewind. Yeah, oh, there was. Yeah, there was
0: <laughs> there, well, there we noticed that there was a uh, a scene during the martial arts tournament where the background characters were doing such an unconvincing performance of fighting each other, and one like. Threw a punch that, like, was... At, was clearly, like, away. Yeah, clearly over a foot away from the guy's face, and the guy flew back. <laughs> Which I guess maybe you can make a, a, a very generous argument saying that they did. What is that, like, fucking Lotus Push or whatever they were saying? No, yeah. I don't know.
2: I think the moral... bending they talked about? Yeah. It's, the the moral on. of this story is, uh, for you listeners at home, you know, sit down with your parents and say, Mom, Dad... This is anime and I love it. And then you put this movie on. You show them. You show them how good anime is.
1: Luis Machino says, walk, run, don't walk to any theater to see this This movie. (laughs) movie. They don't have it playing, but you demand that they put it on.
2: Ten out of ten Berries. <laughs> I'm in.
1: Um, but yeah, that's a, that's our Dragon
0: Ball uh, Evolution uh, segment. So this is actually kind of an interesting thing because what we're doing right here is we're going from Dragon Ball Evolution to talking about one of the best arcs in One Piece, and so the gap in quality is just like difficult to fully to fully grasp. I think, it's like but night and day. so um but at the same time think you know i can at least speak for myself i'm hurting from these episodes you know last you know the last episode we ended with come on on a train and, and ride it, ride it. And, then come on this on one and it was like we're in a, we're bunch, of in pain. a bunch of pain oh my god <laughs> push it push it so much pain i need therapy i need therapy i need therapy i
2: think I well, we start off pretty strong in these episodes.
0: Yokozuma, so, so, a big frog gets hit by a train.
1: Well, I, I'll say that... <laughs> little. I'm going to put a little teaser here. I know I have a different uh, opinion of this set of episodes oh. than my uh, oh, yeah. cohorts here, but we will get to that, and yeah, wait to hear I that. will point it out when we, we hit it, because sure. um, there is an issue I have, but... Ooh. Let's uh, keep continuing. We got giant frogs. This is uh, the highlight of the entire show. <laughs> yes.
2: Giant frogs. Name Yokozuna. 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 Yeah. Mm. Keeps trying to stop the train. We get introduced immediately to Chimney, uh, Grombe, and Kokoro. We all right. So it's
0: Chimney, Gumbe, and Kokoro. Yeah. And <laughs> first of all, uh, I wanna I wanna give my very 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 of the week to Gumbe. Yeah. Uh, I, I love Gumbey. Um So one of the things that Gumbe does that I really like is they go... Yeah. And that's most of their characters being cute and making that sound. And I love it. And um, yeah, there's no problems here. Yeah, it's, it's, Ladies and gentlemen, what other show
1: <laughs> puts such emphasis on such adorable characters? No show, <laughs> I dare say, puts this much love and care into... Your gumbays your goombos, your cokuro, your
0: tyrannosaurus,
1: who we'll get to later. Your tyrannosaurus. We talked a lot during Maybe. watching. Maybe too much. Maybe we missed some stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, I just I did, want, I did want to point that out that the is adorable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so another thing uh, we kind of mentioned this a little bit briefly on the couch, but I feel like it, it deserves a, a larger discussion on the podcast is the quality of animation in these episodes feels like a big step up from the previous like couple like shorter arcs that we uh, that we've been watching uh, especially the camera movements that happen um, the way like the characters are kind of styled. and we get a little bit of this with the with Aokiji in the last couple episodes where like they're doing a lot more with like the shading and like the way they're like lighting the characters.
1: Yeah, I noticed um, when they the last time they changed the intro that the quality of the animation in the intro was a large step forward uh, than what they'd had previously. Um, I think design wise, like like so let's say something like the last big arc we went through, Skypia, um, that was really it. It was really beautiful. But I think the animation like quality mm-hmm. like lacked compared to just the animation quality here not not to not to like say it was bad. I'm saying like they probably had more animators mm-hmm. on like from here on I know?
0: think I think one of the things about about these episodes too, especially compared to something like Skype, is I feel like the animation style has uh gotten even like the background stuff look a little more slick than... Yes. There's yep. more of a storybook kind of like soft uh, palette and like aesthetic to the Skypiea landscape. And that's in part because of the landscape that's available there and the rendering. But um, it, I think it's notable here. And, and um, I, I do think that the characters, uh, the models change a little, like in they minor do. ways from from arc to arc, uh, especially as a series really progresses. Um, and I think you can note like a model change between the Skypia models and these models a little bit. Uh, and I think I think some people consider the Water Seven models of the characters to be the best. I don't know if I fully agree with that, yeah, but it is right it is there. good.
1: Well, and there's also the to take into account the aspect ratio um, of them. This is like the first major arc that they're doing and. Yeah. Sixteen nine, so they're doing it in widescreen. Yeah. So
2: and they take advantage of the the framing. They too, do,
1: they time. do, and that's what really like kind of I felt pushed this over the edge a little bit. Uh, more was you're getting a lot of like pans and like, you know, pull-outs and like, you know... Uh, really
2: you know, wide shots, Dutch angles. Really
1: wide, sh- yeah, wide shots, Dutch angles. They're doing the loose Machino specials all yeah. the time.
2: All weird shit. They yeah. amped it up. I really <laughs> appreciate it.
1: No,
0: it uh, is... Yes. You know what else is special is uh, we got Luffy's shipwray drawing. This is very special to me. Very good drawing. Yeah. And uh, we got Sanji in this orange shirt.
1: Can yes. talk about oh, this? Yes. So good. Great,
2: great. It's a pinstripe orange shirt too.
1: We man. gotta do a special episode just on ranking Sanji's outfits throughout like We've
2: been talking about this. Well, and well I want to. We have to give it at least two hundred more episodes. I
0: think we wait till the, like there's a time skip, which I, I don't think it's spoiler. I think we've I think yeah. we've you've, you've, you've talked
1: yeah. about it in our town. I was like, well I guess there's gonna be a time skip at some point. Yeah, time. so
0: we'll we'll do like a, a pre time skip. I think we need to come with like a list of like little tier lists that we want to do. I think outfits for the characters is, is we count that...
2: filler episodes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think I think we need out because there's some great outfits in those filler. Some of the sometimes the best part about the filler episodes are are, you know the way the characters are looking. That
1: is sometimes Um, the best part. Yeah, I I think yeah I think
0: we gotta do because I mean, I know we're gonna rank that Chopper Doctor fit way high. (laughs) Especially Justin. Justin's gonna fight for that too. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. I mean, so Chopper doesn't have that many fits, but that is one that. Yes, yeah. <laughs>
0: he's looking. He's looking good.
1: Um, and no exactly, and,
0: and and you know, those nurses saw. They saw what was they, going. They, they were like, oh, like God I damn. got the vapors. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: no, I like. I want to. Yeah, the the list, the rankings list. We we. I want to do a series of uh, videos where we do the tiers and like you know uh, of different uh, stuff. Yeah. You know, like. What do we want to do? We want we want do we want to go back to the we devil gotta do, yeah, we got to
0: redo Devil Fruits with with a with a, a time skip era like number of Devil Fruits that's going to be a whole a whole battle. Um, and then yeah, I think we got to do outfits. I think and we were talking about this cute animals. Cute, cute animals. animals. Yeah, I, I, yes. I think cuz you know, Kung Fu Dugongs, uh we got Gombe, we got the the supersonic duck squad. You know, there's just so many and we got the bulls. I do also bulls. want to
2: do a tier tier list uh, for the most cryable scenes. Um, okay. Oh, like the, 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 tier, okay. the I tier tier. Okay. I, I see the, tier list. Oh the We got
0: such so great branding. The branding is great here. That's,
1: no, Just that's horrible answer. branding because you wouldn't be able to spell it. This is, you, T-E-A-R Yeah, I know. And, uh, I know what you're saying, <laughs> but like, it's not. Uh, the search engine optimization is horrible. I'll just the make, these are the things
0: Justin's. He's not. He's always like search engine man. Look, search, search em- engine optimization, SEO is. I'll
2: make a thumbnail photo with Dragon Ball Evolution. People will know it's about crying. Oh, that is actually <laughs> oh, <my> true.
1: <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, let's talk. About, let's talk a little bit of it because I mean, I think our last episode was a little short. Let's. Let's go... What would you guys like uh, to rank? Like, on the... How about villains? Do we want to do villains?
2: I would love to do villains.
1: You know, arc to arc?
0: Uh, Yeah, I could do my my villain list. Uh, I think... S tier, Eric. Yeah. (laughs) S tier, Eric. He'll be on the list somewhere.
2: (laughs) S for shit.
1: (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, I, I'm I think those those are fun. Uh, those are fun lists to do. Uh, the Devil Fruit one was a very fun list uh, to to come up with um, mm-hmm. when we did it. Um, but uh, besides that,
2: um, do you guys mind if I do like a, a quick little summary of just like where we're at at the start of this arc right now? Yeah, sure. I think at this point, um, Straw Hats are coming in with uh, essentially. Uh, Kind of a falling apart, uh, going Mary. Uh, you know, Zoro accidentally bring brings the mast down, yeah. and they're like, "We need a shipwright now." So,
1: well, it's 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 interesting because we've known they needed a shipwright, right? Yeah. But it's kind of like in the sense, like obviously the going Mary, like there there's a personification to it, right? There's like you know, it's another member of the crew, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like. You know that this person needs to get a checkup, and the feeling you get is that the most horrible outcome of that checkup happens. and it's like that's yeah. like kind of the vibe I got uh going into this. It's like you know it's you feel like yeah're we're, we're gonna fix the ship up and that's and there's a positive tone to it because you go to a town. It's. I was talking about how it's like, you know, RPG style, where it's like, go to town, you're going to level up, you're going to get yeah. a sword, you're going to get a whole switch new... The money, thing, switch to the the gold money. Switch to gold money, get all that gill, and then
2: like, yeah. you know, spend all Ball that out, time. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, it does not exactly happen Did you hard. have
2: this feeling before the said news was delivered, or like, like when they first pulled in, were you like... Like, did you think that the
1: going Mary? Was no, I was, I think I was more. uh... I thought they were gonna do big improvements to the going Mary. Like, uh, no spoil. Like, it won't be spoilers because I don't know if this is gonna like this is gonna happen. I think like the most sensible thing is like add on to the Mary mm-hmm. to like make it uh, like floatable, but use the pieces that are there like as part of the ship. Yeah. Um that way it's, you know, part of the ship and also like, you know, improved. But um like I thought that there were the yeah, upgrades, upgrades up to Wazoo, like, you know, new deck, new cannons, like, you know, do all this other stuff. A
0: bronze statue. A yeah. bronze, A bronze statue. statue.
1: Um swords that shoot out of the cannons, so mm. you know Zoro can just jump and grab one. <laughs> That would um, Usopp can like, you know, Usopp shooting out cannons and stuff like that. Uh but no, I was getting a lot of RPG vibes uh going into this one. Loved, of course, my uh Chopper and Robin. They say, where they're going on to Noble <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
0: Shopping. They're going shopping with shopping.
1: And I don't know if I've mentioned this enough on the show. And I have. I know I have. Love shopping in fiction because it's always an excuse to level up your characters and to like just change the aesthetic it's like you know well, just
2: speaking of changing the aesthetic we got a buff chopper that you were freaked out by. oh yeah
1: no, no. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about this a little bit like as like that like that piece comes do we want to talk about that no let's talk about it right now let's cover yeah. it because I want to get the pain out of the way um
0: yeah. well you got a lot there's but uh, this, this is a different this topic. is, no, this, is, this, is pa- this, this is the pain this is
1: the pain Justin goes through uh mm so they're going they see Barnes and Noble uh, Chopper <laughs> says let's get, let's go in and then Robin's like yeah sure let's go in and then passing uh, passing her guy in a mask passes by and
0: says what Bill
2: CP9 C- CP9 said, ice time <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man that would, that would be that would be way scarier he just Aokiji just pops out from under that mask yeah that'd be
1: fucked yeah and it kind of cuts um, were you
0: worried Hmm? When
1: you saw when you when was, like, first guys, Robin is gone. She has gone, and we're not that's not the first priority. We're going about the ship, worrying about Usopp. Usopp will be fine. You see his body, we don't know where Robin is. <laughs> but got a point. it's it's uh there's Ed when Chopper comes out of the bookstore. Yes, in the like what I was noticing in the bookstore is that we've we've seen Hot Chop before. We've yeah. seen him hot dot chop. Right. We've seen him with his shirt off, like all buff formed. Um, and he's looked really good. For some reason, I feel like they really like they I want to say half ass because I know like these people like work s- supremely hard on this. But it felt like they just did like uh, like a like a, just a V and just drew abs on it. And added a head. To yeah, it. I thought
0: I had a picture of it. I don't, but it. But it was basically like Chopper would just look like he was rendered like an upside down Dorito, uh, and then, <laughs> that's and they did. And then they threw some little legs on him, some little skinny legs, and that's yeah. let's, let's you know, I know he's got deer legs. So he. But when he become, them, yeah. but when he becomes a man, boop chopper Oh, um, man, a big strong man. <laughs> man.
2: When he gets the he gets, some, he gets
0: some little daddy quads going on,
2: little quad action. Not this time. Chopper had them little stick legs, little pigeon legs.
1: He did. He had some he had some pigeon legs, had an issue with it in the store. Wish they I wish I knew what books he picked up. I would have been very happy with that. Yeah, we could have got Dude, some titles maybe. We got some titles, like, you know, I'm always interested. What, what did you pick up? When did you, what what book did you get? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he comes out Robins missing. And obviously, everyone in the apartment was panicking. Absolutely. Because, you know, Robin's gone, mm-hmm. again, ladies and gentlemen. Tell and, them. you know, I don't know where she is. <laughs> but
2: And this section of the episode, too, is, like, really interesting because there's, like, so many... (coughs) kazooks. This part of the episode is, like, really interesting because there's, like, so many moving pieces that are happening. We're getting introduced to, one, the world itself. We're learning how uh, Water 7 kind of operates between water elevators and, like, large peaks.
0: And how the architecture functions.
2: Yeah, uh, it was like a structure built specifically to be uh, on water it's not like it's just kind like of, flooded
0: uh, kind of what
1: venice yeah, yeah venice saying, yeah. like yeah, venice.
2: yeah. Uh, and we made you know some of the shipwrights that the galela the galela
0: the lali the, gal-a-la. the, gal-a-la-la-la-la-la. the gal-a-la-la-la-la-la. that's the way <laughs> that we rock and we do I, I did a lot so,
1: of like, joke, joke guys if people like uh, uh, Gear, if you want to laugh at that you can laugh at that. Yeah, can rewind that. Laugh. It's R- rewind just... it again. Do you, to, do you want me to insert a laugh? <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Uh, we also get uh, Nami... Was it Nami Usopp and... Uh, Luke. Oh, wait.
1: Nami with the tie... And the shirt and the dress shirt. Powerful outfit. Great look. Looking good. Great Crispy. Look. You know, I, I am a, I am a Robin person and, you know, Nami, cute and everything, but stepping her game up, stepping her fashion game up. It was, it, I, I like that look She did it
2: specifically to haggle for money. Oh, I
1: thought Absolutely. she did it. You were going to say she did it specifically for me. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: she did it specifically for you, Justin. <laughs> Justin's going to see this outfit. Justin's so happy.
1: Justin's mom. <laughs> I love the uh, Sanji going uh, on the uh, what was it? He was going. What Yagara? are they called? Are they? Is the, that what they're
0: called? The bulls. Oh yeah, the the yeah the bulls. The bulls and.
1: He's just saying, Oh, there's beautiful women there's beautiful women here. This is an amazing town. I would love to go on a date with Robin or Nami on this town. And he has this this picture. <laughs>
2: oh, and there's arms, yeah. the arms
1: around the two of them. on the two of them. They're going out on the town on but a date. But all he
0: has with them are two cabbages. Yeah, he's got two <laughs>
2: cabbages.
0: But this is where, you know, this is where Sanji Sanji, and I are like, you know, he's a romantic, man. I, I, I feel him here. Like, you go somewhere nice and you're like, I'd love to bring a date here. And then you're like, all I got is this cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a romantic vegan, this is, you know. This is the life you live. Yeah, this is not I, I mean, I, like, I know
1: that you said that later on we're going to like get to points where Sanji's crossed, like, like an icky line. Um, but yeah he does like these girls he is a bit of a like you know a little horny a little horny horny boy but i don't like i like to this point i think he's only ever like you know just been stupid not like uh not creepy creepy. yeah Yeah. or not too creepy where somebody would be uncomfortable yeah you know intentions are always good like let's put it that way um,
2: That's true. That's true. So speaking of Sanji,
0: we, we have a moment where uh, Robin's kind of getting catcalled a little bit, and Chopper's like, wow, this town's full of Sanji's. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> um,
1: but uh, when was it that uh, Sanji realized, did Sanji realize that Robin didn't come back?
0: Well, so Sanji goes out, and he asks Zoro, like, where did Robin go? He's not concerned where Chopper went, obviously. (laughs) Um, And Zoro's like, they went into town or whatever, and so he he runs out there, of course, and then he eventually does, like, Robin leaves Chopper's side after the CP9, like, whisper guy. She's gone. He's Um, gone. And... Sanji sees her following this this guy later, which is like, because we see the guy go go by Robin and, and whisper CP nine, or just say CP nine to her, basically that only Sit she hears it. CP nine. Uh, and we don't really know what happens after that, other than that chopper can't find her. So it, it's kind of a reveal to the audience too that oh she went with this guy, uh, and there's clearly something wrong because she has like a, a huge like like kind of little pause, freak out moment. Sweat mark. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what's happening, but, uh, Saji sees her and runs around the corner to chase her and then she's gone immediately. So.
1: And again, uh, Robin in distress puts me in distress. And this is from this part to the end of the set of episodes we watched. Justin is not feeling very good in his. Yeah, you
2: did turn and look at me. And go, I have a knot in my stomach. There was two things
1: that I I had a knot in my stomach about, like real bad in this arc, and uh, I'll and I'll go over the second part in a bit. Well,
2: um, we, okay. we could actually transition to that point because uh, while Sanji tries to track down Robin, she like mysteriously just disappears around a corner. Uh, we have Nami, Usopp, and Luffy haggling for money, which Nami. Crush, it queen of it like lays you down knew, the law
1: you knew if like if that you don't go into that building
0: without Nami well okay here, here's where you know shit was crazy cause when Luffy's about the like we, we see like Luffy or Zoro or Sanji's about to fight someone like they're like when they're about to go off they have their like dark eyes moment yeah Nami has the dark eyes (laughs) moment in the appraiser's (laughs) office and you're like oh she's going to unleash her full power yeah Yeah.
2: the best part is that's happening while you hear Luffy in the background just saying I'll give you as many thumbprints as you want
1: (laughs) 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 which makes it even more sad because it's uh, 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 Usa being like you know Luffy's buddy uh, and I'm
2: saying, yeah, and If you need more, you get my thumbprint <laughs> yeah. for a low offer.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Lays down that law. And threatens the hell out of him. I'll,
1: I'll, like, and I said it before. not even like, said anything. I'm like, look. Obviously, they're giving you an offer. Don't take that offer. Like mm-hmm. anybody who's ever had a purchased car at a dealership, you're there for six hours, getting the right price um they go and they say oh 100 million berries and they're like super stoked about it and never the first off like if someone says they're gonna give you cash or something and they say like this is the uh, total amount no they're gonna say they're gonna give you a whole bunch of money you say yes and then there's fees that get from it, where it makes like 80% of what the offer is, and then you're like, mm, That's not what you said, but it's still a lot more than what you were gonna give me before. You know how
2: I know he's excited about this? Is the entire time there was leading up to the exchange, he was like, I wonder what the exchange rates are. And he's trying kind to of like Google <laughs> yeah. berry exchange rates,
1: <laughs> berry exchange rates, a goal to berry exchange rates because I mean, this place. We're gonna have a
0: whole another podcast episode just about this topic. So if you're invested in berries or gold, oh no, this is the episode.
1: (laughs) When are they gonna be exchanging berries? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like because you go into like anything, any place where you go, you go to the airport and you exchange money. There's an exchange rate.
2: Yeah,
1: Um, they charge you a fee like I would have loved to know what the fee was.
2: <laughs> well, Nami knew, because uh, she got 300 million berries out of it. Yeah, no, no, Nami that,
1: they, it. they yeah, they, they got 300 million.
0: Though me. Nami did say I'm rich.
1: This yeah. <laughs> 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 is great. It was, that, that, that was that was pretty uh, that yeah. was
2: pretty
0: fantastic.
2: Well, they take that money. They go
0: three briefcases, three awesome
2: briefcases, a hundred mil. Luffy's
0: just swinging that shit <laughs> around. He's letting his nuts hang. <clears throat> He's yeah. walking out. These just feel so me. good. That's me winning it's the lottery, burning a
1: hole in his pocket. Yep. And this is point one where the knot on my stomach happens sure. because one of my biggest like trips of anxiety is that if I win the lottery. You have to, in the state of Florida, you have to go to the capital. You have to go to Tallahassee to get the check.
0: Tallahassee, crime capital of the world. Crime yep. capital of the world. nasty. Yep.
2: Hey. Hey. You heard good. here first. Yeah, <laughs>
1: heard hear, no, not here first. If you know about Tallahassee, mm-hmm. you do not hear <laughs> first. Um, but, uh, you know, you, and then you have to drive back. And where I live in Tampa is like six hours back. I'm like... There's, there's a $50 million check in my yeah. pocket, and... It's I, like a Mad uh, Max
2: situation. You've got the guzzling, you're trying to get out, and you're going to be tailed by somebody. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, and obviously, like, me being par like, me, that's me being paranoid because, like, who's going to know that I have that money in my... Yeah, besides Lewis. <laughs>
2: Lewis
0: <laughs> runs down, down to Tallahassee. I'm playing the guitar on the <laughs> amplifier.
2: Bill's uh, driving.
1: <laughs> he blasted on social media, Justin got fifty million dollars. If you see my <laughs> buddy, make
2: sure to run honk, off the road. Honk,
1: yeah, honk twice for Justin. <laughs> um, but this is like one of my like biggest fears. Like you have tons and tons of money, and you have to get it someplace safe and sure. secure. Yeah. Um, and, like, it just... This 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 ball in my stomach just keeps rolling throughout yeah. this entire... Uh, and with
2: that arc. said, you know, Luffy swings the case out into the river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I threw that money right into the river! Hey. Uh, yeah, that's when it starts... Uh, this is when I noticed you were getting more and more anxious, was... Uh, it starts from Two there. Things.
1: Two things. Yeah, it was the robin, and then that's happening. This is in front of me, so this is, like... What my anxiety is focused on right now, but in the back of my mind, I also know Robin's gone, and everybody (laughs) should be going, look for her right now, Mm -hmm. throw the money away. Um, That way it just, it's done. I don't have to worry about it. It's gone. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, they get robbed once, and uh, they get introduced to, one, the Frankie gang, which gets their ass beat by Polly, who then gets his ass beat by uh, Ali Buala, which is... Luchi. Luchi.
0: Rob, Lucci. Rob well, Lucci. Was Rob before? Was
1: this before or after Zorro knocked those fools out on the boat? He this did knock after- the
0: fools out on the boat. Uh, yeah, some some Frankie family comes to the boat, and uh, Zorro takes care of it.
2: Yeah,
1: He does his business. And he does.
2: Takes him out. Uh, he also... Uh,
0: Two-sword style
1: also.
2: Yeah, they didn't They're deserve all 3.
1: three. No, they, they, didn't, they didn't deserve it. not
2: needed it. And Who's the uh the guy, oh, you know, I guess we're going to talk about him in a second. But I want to talk about him now. The guy, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who looks like Usopp. What was his name? Kaku. 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 Yeah. I first of all, so sick when Kaku's like, "I'll give you an appraisal. I'll go check out the shit." And he dives. Dude.
0: One yeah. of the
2: best
1: i I'm, my what, very 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 of the week is Kaku. The kaku jump? Kaku jumping from building to building, like,
0: parkouring so through the whole thing. It, it
1: That was, to me, that visually, I just
0: very much enjoyed it. it. Uh, yeah, so this is, I want to cover, like, the animation here, too, because, th- like, Justin mentioned this, is, like, this is being, like, an, an advantage of the widescreen, is before he jumps, he does, like, these, like, little, like, glute stretches or, like, hamstring stretches, yeah. and his, like, the way he's positioned and, like, the angle of it, he takes up, like... His leg and body take up, like, the whole, like, edge and then, like, bottom... Like, left edge and bottom edge of the frame. And then the straw hats are, like, in the top right of the frame. Like, the composition is amazing. And then he runs and he jumps off the building. And the way they animate this has this great, like, velocity to it. Not only that, but there's, like, this thing... Like, this way that, like, the camera's focused on him... When he jumps off the building, and it's the same frame, but then they slowly drift the the focus to the be the city, yeah. and so it just has like this great weight
2: to it, and you can like you can like feel it. Like. I, yeah, honestly, it reminded me of like Ghosted Shell vibes when she like mm-hmm. jumps off uh, sure. the buildings and stuff. Like, yeah, they're really playing with it.
1: The scope, oh, I think they like with the widescreen, they can do a lot with scope. That like you know him jumping, you see distance a lot better. Yeah. Um as far as like you know how big the city is this this really takes advantage of that white screen by showing you a big city and it feeling very big yeah um, but uh yeah no I loved him to, I f- first of all love his outfit too dude
2: that jacket it's, is so, so sick goes, I really want that right up to the nose to the just
0: nose just pokes set. out with, and then he's got the hat on so all you see this dude is a little square <laughs> peg nose coming out and Luffy going
2: oh it's Usopp <laughs> yeah. <he's> I'm like, <laughs> right next to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it's even funnier, too, is, like, you get that joke, you get this awesome, like, awe-inspiring moment of him jumping around, and when he lands on the Going Merry, uh, Zora wakes up for a second, and he's like, who's that? Oh, it's Usopp. And he goes right back to the <laughs> side. <somebody.
1: laughs> has one defining feature, like, nothing else, like
0: his jacket, yeah. the clothes did not look good. Nope. Yeah, even though he has a, that signature uh, yeah. overalls, signature brown mm-hmm. overalls. It's a nose, you see it a mile away.
1: But uh, we want to do. We want to talk about this uh, the shipwright crew here. Yeah, uh, the Galley
0: La. They're so like sick. So we got Polly with the ropes yep. and the cigars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Kaku, who we just covered. We got Rob Lucci with a parrot on his shoulder that does his talking for him. Luffy does not like this. Luffy <laughs> is like that bird. If that bird wants to fight, should do it itself.
1: <laughs> he's uh, Luffy's principles, very
0: specific. Yeah, until <laughs> Luffy thinks he's like oh, it's
2: ventriloquism. And they're yeah, like, and he's, he's so cool. He's so
0: cool. He's <laughs> the best. And then we also have, uh, Lulu, who's, uh, Freddie Mercury with a cowlick. Awesome. Uh, and, and the cowlick joke, great joke. There's something, uh, very, like, satisfying about when he presses the little cowlick down and it pokes out somewhere else on his head. I like that. And then there's a, there is another guy that's, like, not important, Tire Iron or some shit. I don't know what the tire fuck iron. his name is. call him Tire Iron. Yeah, he's some big guy, but he doesn't, was spoilers, he, the, he doesn't play a big role in the story. Is he the canon guy?
1: I did that can th- He's older a big guy?
0: guy. He's an older guy, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's I, I remember that I put Canon Guy in the thing.
2: Cannon <laughs> guy. Old they're cannon gonna, guy. change it again. It's not tire iron, it's Cannon guy. Uh but uh Yeah, the shipwreck crew is cool. We also cool. get to meet uh iceberg. Um This um, motherfucker is so swaggy it hurts. The so good.
1: He's the hair, he got that good fuckboy hair. He haircut. looked more like
2: Boma than Bulma and Dragon <laughs> Ball <Bulma. laughs> shit. And he's got a best friend that I love. That he was like, yeah, I found him the other day, and it's mm. Tyrannosaurus. So the little mouse oh, that no. lives in
0: his pocket, um, and he, this, he, you know, he's thing about Iceberg is uh, he just he's very, in a way, childlike. That like his secretary's like, we have this meeting that we got to do. He's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. And then he's like, <laughs> mm. he's like, blah blah blah, this blah, blah blah that. And he's picking his nose. And he's he's picking his nose, and he's like, I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But it's, 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 I feel like the, the vibe he gives off is that he does exactly what he wants to do swag. Swag. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I want my haircut. I want it purple. And I want, like, the, the short sides. Want a little, I
0: want a little swirl
1: at the end. I want a yeah. little swirl a little, at the end. Sword. I found a mouse. It's does a friend it. now. Yeah. Mouse, friends. Front pocket. I'm
0: yeah. the mayor. What up?
1: Yeah. yeah. Mayor of the city? I don't think it's that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to stop? Who
0: would, like, Fuck them! Like I'm yeah. just not gonna go. Do they see like, me right now, I got this mouse in my pocket. I Is he doing something
2: it. right or doing something wrong? Because Luffy calls him out and goes, "You're selfish." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: like, I don't, sometimes Luffy goes on you get these, to get like the heart of the matter. Sometimes
1: no, and I mean not even the heart of the matter. Like sometimes I really don't know where Luffy got where he got. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, cause yeah, cause there's like other times where I'm like. Why are you pissed at that guy, Luffy? <laughs> like, yeah. he's, like the
0: parrot. Or, yeah, it's like the, to fight your own battles. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do like, love the a <laughs> like on the He side takes it like personally. <laughs> um, uh, parrot was talking and uh, I took that personally. I
1: uh, took that personally. Uh, yeah. You know, but uh, Rope Dude um, brings the briefcases back,
2: yep.
1: um, gives them to the Straw Hats. Uh,
2: Not by his own accord.
1: Not by his own accord. Kind of. Lucci had
2: to beat his ass a little bit, girl. A little bit. A little, a little bit. A little just a bit. little bit. Just a little bit.
0: Um,
2: uh, and at that point, is that when Usopp gets jumped?
0: Yeah, he beats. It's very shortly after that. Yeah, right, His family uh, runs them pockets. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he gets he gets stuck up. He gets beat down. Uh, uh, they look for him. Uh, they find him just like on his face, like face down in the street. Um, Which, if it was any lesser character, Lou uh, Lou would think this is the funniest thing of all time.
2: Yeah, no, I didn't
0: think it was funny. But when 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 it's Usopp, it's it's very not funny.
2: Yeah, especially when, like, it's Nami who finds him, and she is uh, worried about him, and him talking about, like, I lost the money, like, I can't believe I did this. What What he kills me
0: is he says, I can't face everyone. And he's, like, crying. This is
1: part one of... My big issue with uh, this episode, sure, because there's a lot. They, the artist wants you to feel sympathetic for Usopp, and the intention I feel is that Nami really cares about Usopp sure. and says this isn't about the money, but with her friends like bleeding like to a pulp on the ground what she decides to do is leave him for what? To put the money on the ship.
0: Yeah. you know, But also to get Zoro and, and, to Sanji, get Zoro to and
1: get, Sanji to get them to... But you could still bring Usopp. Yeah. Like, you know... Like
0: That's true. They, I'm in
1: agreement, sure. They, they've brought Usopp on stretcher's places before. Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. <laughs> um, and on tinier, um, you know, devices. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, like, yeah. So... Like, that was... Uh, uh, I had this whole... Like, like my whole thing, I started writing... Uh, false pretenses. Like, you know, just... Like, there's this snowball of false pretenses, I feel, with this piece... That didn't make me feel as strongly about it as you guys did. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll go on, and as they come up, I'll kind of pepper them in.
2: No, I totally I totally agree with you. She could have taken Usopp with her... Um, and that is a huge factor in that, uh, but the other thing too is uh, it, like, just, I think the part that was like really making me feel for Usopp was, the idea of him really just conveying like I'm a weak person, and I think you understand that. Yes, like, there's no, I, I, I think do. we're both making. Uh, the, I, I, I I I do feel I do feel that, and if they did the one,
1: but not the other, like uh, piece with a. Uh, nami um that would have made me feel more sympathetic for Usopp, up and it would have made me feel that they that they cared yeah uh about him, because at the end of the day like you know there's a lot of feelings there's, there's a lot of feelings going around mm-hmm. and between all the straw hats and that's kind of like the crux of what these set of episodes uh entail so um she leaves, uh, going to put the money on the boat and to get uh, Sanji and uh, Zoro. She's got these double guns going, which were pretty fucking sick.
2: Double- oh yeah, yeah that's she, right. She, she's, she's on the ship, and shit. she
0: had a box full of other guns. She was ready. And swords. <laughs> she, yeah, she was ready for that shit.
1: Yeah. That was sick. No um, one's
0: about to run up. So,
1: that's going on. But then Usopp took it upon himself to go.
0: Yeah. Just so this is for me. This is. This is where Usopp's narrative is, like, spinning out of control. And this is part of why I think this is so great. Do, do we
1: want to go... Because I think before this they talk about haggling... Or, like, they talk about the ship. Like, oh, where yeah, they give I'm him gonna, the rundown on the of, ship.
0: Right, but I want—I kind of want to stick with Usopp here. Because okay. this, this, is, this is, to me, an important thing. And I, I understand you feeling that maybe this is contrived, that Nami didn't take him with her. But Usopp is in a state of just, like... And and that's what this whole set of episodes is about. I feel like, is about Usopp trying to. How can I say this? Trying to f- like find what is his place on the crew because he's effectively been the ship, the unofficial shipwright. Mm. You know, he's an inventor, but he's been the unofficial shipwright, and now they're on the island where they're gonna get an actual shipwright. And what is his main contrib- uh, contribution to the crew so far? Because he's not a fighter. He is the person who helped contribute the mechanically, uh, mechanically, right. but also uh, he helped contribute uh, the going merry. Like it's his ship in a way. Uh, like he brought he, he like because it came from his friend Kaya. Yeah. So he's the most linked with the ship. Um, he he feels like a more connection to it than some of the other characters do. He's been working on fixing it, and now he's in this place where there's going to be someone who takes care of it better than him. Uh, And they have the money to do it. And he's lost the money. So he feels like he's like an insignificant member of the crew. And that's what... And we'll get to like the, you know, the... Obviously, like the the kind of the peak uh, of these... Of these episodes, in my opinion. But this is where it starts. And he thinks that what he can do in the meantime is he can go get the money back. Because he's like... He doesn't... Again, this is like him spiraling, like not knowing what his place in the crew is. He's he's weak. He lost the money. He's not dependable. He's feeling like he's spiraling. Like what does what does he bring to the crew? What does he bring? Like how does he support them in any way? Especially if they're gonna kind of replace his labor. It's kind of like um, like if someone was hired at your job to like do the things that you do, uh, and then you're like, well, what do I do? Where do I fit in? And then you have like a like a flub on top of that. Like you're really. Feeling concerned, you know what I mean. Your
1: portfolio, uh, in uh, uh, politics, we would say your portfolio is uh, 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 shrinking or expanding. Mm -hmm. It's like your portfolio of tasks and duties like has diminished, Um, Mm -hmm. man. But you know, for me, uh, you know, uh, Usopp could be a weapons ex weapons expert, like armory guy, and it's like, hey. Zoro, I got a new sword for you. Like, you know, and he's well, working I can't on i a sword. No, I'm, f- I'm saying something yeah, silly I about mean, yeah, like that. I think, yeah.
2: I think you're right. And I think it's one of those things, though, where like, he does do that. He, he, he did does, it for Nami. Yeah, and he brings a lot to the table in general. Uh, but it's one of those things. I, I don't think it's a matter of has he done enough or not. It's more of mentally where he's at.
0: How does he see himself?
2: Because he can't face his friends for dropping a ball so big. A 200 million. Barry, like, loss, where he's taking the blame for it. And it's like, I could either go back and say, I'm sorry, I fucked up, but, like, you're not gonna feel whole about it, or you can be like, you know what? I am a piece of shit. Maybe I'm not. I'm gonna go try my best to, like, fix this thing that I feel like I screwed up, you know? But you didn't do what Luffy did, right? What are you about? No, he got jumped. Uh...
1: No, the first time, because... <laughs> It was one of those things where they stole it, got it back. Then he the had it. And then...
2: I mean, the whole thing doesn't revolve around logically like who's at fault as much as it's like this was in my possession. I'm taking responsibility for it. No, I mean, like we find out later on too. Like Luffy doesn't even give a shit. He's like, I just want to make sure you're okay. But like, mm-hmm. as, as the person who fucks up. It's like, I don't know if I could live with this mistake, and I'm going to do my best to try to fix this before I can, like, face my friends. Which I think is, you know, extremely honorable, especially for, you know, the coward of the crew, you know? Which makes it a little bit more heartbreaking. To me, it's... uh, uh,
1: Personally, having felt, like, this sort of uh, feeling before of, like, you don't contribute the show for instance Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah right get
2: out of of town I
1: uh, like I sympathize like and I empathize um, but the there and I feel like I'll I want to go back to this uh, later um, of him going to uh, Frankie Co and Frankie <laughs> And uh, Frankie and Sons.
2: Frankie and Sons. <laughs> they're, a, they're a folk band. And they play the baby elephant walk. <laughs> uh,
1: but uh it's it's like it's it's strange and like to know that your friend is in this like maybe i just like I've I've been through this and I'm older than I think maybe Nami and
0: Yeah, most like, of the crew is. They're like nineteen.
1: <laughs> nineteen yeah, nineteen tops that when someone's in that kind of distress you don't leave them alone yeah um, because of the like the physical injuries and you know mentally he's kind of like you know on edge yeah Yeah, um, but uh, I understand like what you're saying that like you know that that feeling and that uh, like you know that dread that you go through and being desperate to fix something yeah is uh, even as a father that's a humongous like thing something's broken or like, you know, someone's sick, like your brain, I never thought I'd have this actual feeling, but of, of trying to fix whatever the problem is. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so what were we, where were we at? Do we want to talk about, um, so we should,
0: should, yeah, we got to talk about, so once Kaku gets back, he tells them, look, your ship is totaled basically. Like there's no way to repair it. You're, he says, actually, there is 0% chance that you will make it to the next island with the ship that you have, regardless of what we do to it, even at our best. Um, and obviously this is tough news for the Straw Hats, who are there to hear it. And Luffy wants to know, what can be done? Like, there has to be something. And they, they basically explain how the hole works and how everything comes off of that. And how that's, you know, they can't replace that. And... I love the kind of speech that, actually, Rob Lucci, the parrot Rob Lucci, gives to them, where they, they he's like, well, what can be done? He's like, well, we can make an entirely new ship, that's gonna you know be could mimic that could mimic yeah. the same ship, but it's gonna be made with entirely different wood and entirely you know like the the, the the same tree doesn't grow twice, you know, is what he says, and uh, ultimately. If we made the entire ship over again to look just the same way, the people who would notice the difference the most would be you yeah you know you you would be the ones who aren't fooled by it and so there's really no point in doing it that way so
1: like point number two on my uh on my list of like weird like just things that bugged me is that uh what were they expecting other than them to use? new wood to repair the going Mary because that would still be different. What they would have a different mass. There was like, uh, it would be a Frankenstein, like not Frankenstein model, but, what, but like enough parts would be, uh, missing that, that they need to be replaced. That yeah, what's I I forget. There's a philosophical like idea behind this that, you know, um, uh, a great, uh, same thing, a great boat. um, and they restore it, and over the years they've had to replace like parts, and they've had nothing the, the same part again. Yeah. And then you know the little pieces of like until when the last piece of wood from the original boat's gone, is that
2: the, the same, same boat? I, it's um, funny enough that you mentioned that is. Uh, I was telling you guys earlier today. I just started reading John Dies in the End, and it starts off with an analogy about uh, the same exact thing. Where, yeah, like, it's if a, you have an axe, the head breaks, you replace it, and then a year later like. The handle breaks and you replace that. Is that the same axe? Um,
1: you guys keep talking like Vamp because yeah. I'm gonna find out what the actual story is about. It's like it's about a boat, but uh... sure.
2: So, can we pause for one second?
0: Okay.
2: I'm gonna move Duck into the living room and then I want to talk about car restoration and how it could be applied to fixing the key.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna run to the back. Number
2: one to leave. Number one to leave. The Let me know when we're uh, recording.
1: We're recording now. Um uh,
2: It's kinda like car restoration, which I've never done before hmm. in my entire life. But then talking about like the keel being like as wrecked as it...
1: let's give a like let's give a nice, yeah, a, a nice cut little, stop. A yeah, uh,
0: two, a uh, one, two, actually, three. I was, <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. And I didn't oh, I also wanted to ask, is it are you guys cool with I'm trying to experiment with with the hand up. Yes. For the pass off, like sure. you know, Continue. to like with, if you say something and like in the middle, I put that you know that I was like, I just, oh, yeah. there's something that like without talking over each other. Yeah, sure. I like kind that. Of thing. I, I I do think I know it might seem like a little annoying. Like, no, you know, not at I, all. I feel
2: a little awkward doing it. I actually yeah. like that a lot. Okay. Um, I me, mean, I I'm in. I'll do okay. the same. Um, um, all right, wait, is more? No, no, no. I mean, I could talk about car restoration. Well, I'm, you're going to after I do the
0: clap. Okay, perfect. One, two, one, two, three,
2: four. So I think, like, what you're saying about, you know, like, how many pieces of the wood could you remove before it's not even the same ship, I think it has a lot to do with, at least, like, in my opinion, not that I know much about car restoration, but I feel like, you know... The Going Mary having the keel as busted as it is would be essentially like, I have an old Chevy Nova that I want to, you know, completely restore, but the body is so far rusted that you couldn't even do patchwork to it, so you'd have to just get a new shell of a Chevy Nova. You know, like, you could probably keep the old seats like you'd have to buy the new shell but like you could keep your old seats you could keep the old like interior the trans the engine all that stuff i think the idea with the keel is like this is the structure that binds the entirety of the ship we would have to completely dismantle it build a new one and then potentially you could use some of the old boards but i'm like they said too like I could see how using new wood, old wood wouldn't make sense. So it would probably be like, you know, slapping together a new going Mary. But it's like, and, you know, you could keep the cheap head on there. Well,
0: I, I think ultimately the issue is that the hole is, because the hole's damaged, that being like the base of the entire ship, like they would basically have to build the entire thing from scratch. So it, it, yeah. there is no there is no replaced part. Um, it's not like what they were anticipating, which was they replaced the broken elements and add some new elements, and it's still the same ship. So that's yeah. ultimately what they mean. So
1: here's the uh, what I wanted. Uh, what I was referencing earlier, um, it is a, a thought experiment. Uh, the ship, the ship wherein Theseus and the youth of Athens returned from Crete, had thirty oars and was preserved by the Athenians down, even to the time of Demetrius Ferlius. Uh, For they took away the old planks as they decayed, putting in new and stronger timber in their place, insomuch that this ship has became a standing example among the philosophers. For the logical question of things that grow, one side holding the ship remained the same and the other contending that in which was not the same. So is the wood the ship or is the replaced parts like you know as they replace it? When does it become not become the ship anymore? When does that wood become the ship?
2: I think the answer is home is where your heart is. And it's all about the soul, baby. It's all about, it's about soul, the baby. Comma.
1: But guess what? These ship they ain't got no soul. That's
0: what you <laughs>
2: fucking think.
0: That's what you fucking think.
2: It's the going merry. It's as soulful as it gets. But I mean, like the you know, Usopp does have a lot to care about for it. Besides the fact that he did put in so much blood, sweat, and tear, you know, it is directly linked to
1: his boo.
2: Yeah, his boo, and no matter what you do, see my little boo thing. So we get
0: Usopp runs up in there, he gets stomped. Yeah, a uh, a uh, sh- uh, uh, stomped. I do like yeah. he Blows the fucking doors. Off. Yeah, he blows doors off. That is great. That's about all the great things he manages to get done there. <laughs> uh, and I, I respect the heart. You know, I you know I love Usopp, and uh, he has you know he has a tough time. He's already beat up. He runs up in there. Frankie's got arms like fucking Popeye, <clears throat> and he he just like rocks him. He he shoots some shit at, at Frankie. Frankie like just punches the shit out of the air. He's like I I don't fuck with that. So Usopp gets done up real quick, uh, and then we have. What is the highlight of this episode? The march on Frankie House. The Straw Hats roll up. They do leave Usopp's bleeding body
1: again on the floor on the way there. He was. He's just. I know you're gonna. What you're gonna say? I and I get it. But still, I was like, "Man, fucking learn a lesson once, and then you're gonna learn it again." <laughs> uh, but yeah, they do the Martian. Frankie tells this is a legit bad, badass moment. Luffy looking hot, like yeah, he's got that. He's them. got the emo like hair down to the that, side. Dude. Yes, hair, like hat low. He's, low. It is, it is. It is. He's looking down. Looking uh, strong. And you know, Sanji. Love it when Sanji does the thing where the jacket comes off. He's just wearing the vest. Yeah. And, and the shirt. Yeah. And the, and the shirt and the tie. And he's like, let me just uh, stretch out here. And he just smokes it. Cigarette. Zorro. Bandana.
0: Bandana. Yep. Yes. Bandana Shopper. is on. Chopper <laughs> yeah. is got the. He's the emoji with the fucking little smoke coming out the nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's steamed up. You don't want none of that. This is the this is this is the first
1: um, uh, chopper march on scene that yeah sure and he's got We've a tiny seen.
2: ass backpack while he does it he's um, got the
0: fial raven uh, backpack yeah.
2: <laughs> the little strap
0: but uh and yeah they no. clean house
2: um, they leave no prisoners and Luffy even makes a comment about like I'm gonna what is, what is I'm gonna beat your ass so bad he says <laughs> I,
1: I'm gonna I, he said I'm gonna beat you so bad that you won't. Like your bones won't even remain. Yeah, like it's, not,
0: yeah, like, it's <laughs> like you won't even have bones. And the, what proceeds to happen is the fodder tier ass whooping of a lifetime. They get stomped. They get bopped. They get they get smacked all around. I, I do like some of the Frankie family characters here. We got like Eggman with a bow tie. Yeah. I like this guy. I also like that they have uh, junk cannons that shoot out. I wrote down a couple things. Uh, I, I noted a a watermelon, a snake, a ukulele, among <laughs> yeah. other things that were shot out of this cannon. Uh, I do like that. All things that would hurt. Yeah, it would hurt. It would hurt. And it's it all is. just junk because they, they're a scrapyard gang.
1: So yeah. No,
0: essentially. yeah. It works for their aesthetic too. I think this is great. Um, yeah, and and by the time the dust settles, there is no more Frankie House. Yeah. It is oh, a pile no. of rubble. They leveled it. They,
1: and uh, next, I like next step is a. Are they gonna find Frankie? Uh, B, it, like you know, because they have a hundred million berries. Let's put the le, the math. Here's the math. They have hundred million berries. To get a state of the art ship, they would need three hundred thousand berries. Hundred thousand berries will not repair nothing. No amount of money will repair the going Mary. Yeah, right. that's what they've stated. Like, does yeah. not matter how much you give us. The Going Mary cannot be repaired. Um, you know, $100 million could get them a nice used ship that's bigger than the Going Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't know where Frankie is, and if they find Frankie, if he's already spent the money, you know, they're yeah. SOL. Um, so that's kind of, like, where they're at As far as when they're bringing Usopp home, Um, again, nobody's mentioning that Robin's missing. Like Sanji is. Sanji like Sanji keeps mentioning it. They they talk about it like in passing, like it's secondary. (laughs) That's you know that's Robin's gone. She's gone
2: at this point like they have the going merry but like it's kind of just like falling apart on them
1: but and here's the other thing I wanted to say too as far as like you know (laughs) buying cars and stuff like that where somebody they always do the thing where they say man your car it's not gonna have like you know another it's got about another thousand miles Mm -hmm. on it I mean if you're Luffy the call is to say thank you I appreciate it I'm gonna have my friend Usop uh, check the what is it that was the keel, the the keel, the, the keel uh, see if it's as damaged as you say it it is. Like if we see signs, like you know that it's that it's that damage, we'll consider because then they're hands forced. Like they mm-hmm. really can't do anything. Um, but it, it's we get to the point where. When uh, Usopp wakes up, he gets some great news, wonderful news, wonderful news. What?
2: We're what, fixing the Going
0: Mary! <laughs> okay, so these two episodes are some of the highlights of Water Seven for me because they do a couple things. One, I think it's like a masterful like pressing of each character emotionally, uh, where. You can kind you can understand how every character, given the circumstances, doing what they need to do, or like doing like you can understand their thought process, even if you find fault in it, uh, and how it how it like hits them kind of deeply. You know, it's not just like a a thing that anyone can brush off, because because like I said, Usopp identifies with the Mary, not only in that he brought it to the you know it's like one of his contributions in a way to the Straw Hats, but and that he's been, you know, repairing it this whole time. But also that now he sees the Mary as one of their Nakama and that, you know, it's being discarded because it's weak and it can't assist the Straw Hats, where he feels the same way about himself. And so this is like, you can, it's just so palpable. Uh, and everyone else is also struggling with leaving the Mary. They all love the Mary. It's their home, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, they see it, Some a lot of them see it as, like, their nakama, right? Um, and Luffy has to make the hard decision that they need to continue on their journey, not continue about worrying about this particular ship.
1: And it's brought up earlier when they're talking about repairing the ship and, like, doing everything they can. Somebody, I forgot what character... Luffy.
0: Mentions that it's their that it's their ship, but, but their,
1: uh, what I'm saying is that one of the other one of the
0: shipwrights, law, okay, yeah,
1: says like you know uh, what kind of captain are you, like right. you know it yeah. makes that makes that point, and I think this is that's also head. a
0: major theme of these episodes is go on, but the, but is Luffy as a captain? You know? Yeah,
1: and we talk about how Luffy doesn't do many captain. Things like you know he's not a traditional captain. Everybody takes another kind of piece of that captain responsibility, and he's he's their leader, but he's almost more like their mascot or like you know their you know the the face.
0: Yeah, I mean even when they're negotiating, that he doesn't know how to negotiate. But Nami pulls him aside and she's like, look. This guy's worth a hundred million berries, so he'll fuck your day up if you don't give us what we need, and that's what intimidates. But it's like Luffy himself is, you know, in a lot of ways, and you also you also see in some other arcs where people see Zoro and think that Zoro is the captain. Exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. Um, and this, do we want to like uh, talk, like go through this like argument a little bit more? Yeah, I think, we should. That's, that's,
0: yeah. that's the whole episode, basically. Yeah,
1: because here's the thing that. Number three thing that, like, kind of bothers me. And one these things kind of lead to the other. Um, because... The Mary... Luffy knows the Mary is not... Or Luffy's under the impression that the Mary will not survive. Like, you know, no matter what. So... The idea of Usopp getting to the point where... He says, I will fight you for the Mary. If Luffy's conviction is true, if he really holds his conviction, why does he want to... Why is he fighting for a boat that he is not going to have anyway? He's been
0: challenged to a duel. Exactly. And so the, it's, the duel is not in itself for the Mary. It's, I ch- I'm challenging <clears throat> you to a duel and the winner will take the Mary. Exactly, but it wouldn't matter. But, it's Luffy, but, powers, but the same it's way that the, we, like, that the duel, especially through the Davy backfight, the whole duel thing has been very... And even against Aokiji, it's like there, there's a duel. So there's an honor system to the duel, especially one that Luffy and, and Usopp care about. That's why they're even talking about, like, they even showed, like, the, oh, I want to go to Elbath. And, you know, it's because... If you remember the, the duel on, on Little Garden, you know, mm-hmm. so like the duel is a very important thing in the One Piece world. So it's not necessarily the out, like the prize of the duel is not important. It's that I've been challenged to a duel and I must accept it.
1: But here's the thing the challenge of the duel is important to one of them. Yes. Mm. The Usopp saying is yeah. yes. It's like it's a say of pride, and... but it's.
0: For the Mary. Right. And
1: yeah. say the outcome of the duel isn't... It, it is important. Like, you know, it, it's... But I'm saying, this,
0: you're asking why Luffy would accept. I'm not saying that he,
2: he doesn't... I don't think Luffy cares about the prize. Yeah, he says it at the end. He, he's like, you can keep the Mary. Yeah. It, it's more about... Luffy says yes to the duel... Yes, and I think for duel. a number of reasons, you know. Yeah. Recently being questioned as what type of captain are you. Being, you know, approached by a Nakama... Uh, now, an enemy like asking for a duel. It, I feel like there's like so many layers to it where it's like it's honor, it's hurt, it's uh, anger, it's sorrow, all summed up into this one thing where it's an outlet. Maybe it's an outlet to say yes and take it out on a friend who, or not take it out. Like, you know, it, there's so many emotions going through these two people who, for the most part, 10 minutes ago. We're the best friends in the world. And at this point, like... Your best friend is losing his shit... And now he's, like, challenging you to a fight. And talking... Already didn't help. It brought it to this point. It's like, what else do you do?
1: My other... Like, uh... I guess... So, this leads to the duel, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, he says... Meet me here at 10 o'clock. You and me are gonna... Throw fists, yeah, and that's kind of like this summing summing it up. Uh, Usopp's find a, found found a, pl- a place in town. Um, here's the thing: Usopp in this fight is spectacular, amazing. Yeah. He is, he is amazing.
0: Yeah, this is my very 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 of the week. My actual very 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 this fight I was spoiled on this fight when I first was watching One Piece because I was watching like top 10 anime fights and, 10 and, anime and this f- was, this was almost, someone ranked this as their number one and I was like at this point I was maybe around Alabasta and so I knew that like the bond between Luffy and Usopp was serious and I saw some clips from this fight and they are fighting serious like mm. this is like this is like a brutal fight and they're both getting fucked up And I was like, I was like, I don't know what that's about, but I need to know. And so there was a lot of times when, like, I was, like, part of it was like, I need to keep watching, even if it's like, oh, you know, there was maybe one episode or a couple boring episodes. Like, I need to, it doesn't matter. I need to see what happened. I need to see why. I need to get to at least this part. I need to see why these two characters could possibly fight. Because I, I, it couldn't, like, that just seems unfathomable to me at the time. And it did not disappoint because this fight is amazing. Also, I wanna, I do want to go back just very briefly to, uh, to the argument because you can see the stress that that the that, that Luffy and Usopp arguing is having on the whole crew. Chopper's upset. Uh, you know, uh, Zoro is is trying to ma- like Zoro's whole thing is I'm trying to see who my captain is gonna be in this instance.
1: Well, um, I think he, I think it's more. He needs to. He, as first mate, he is beside his captain, and he's letting things go because Luffy does not want him to get involved. He is like you right, know, the, but also
0: and, I think, and and you see this at the end of the fight that that Zoro is looking at the situation with Usopp critically, uh, not only in that you know he he's. Luffy is his captain and he's the first mate so therefore he's going to follow the captain's orders. Mm -hmm. But also, who is... Like, who... Like, what kind of man is my captain? Even though he knows Luffy very well, he's like, we we haven't seen him in this kind of, you know, infighting. He's being tested. Yeah. And so Zoro sees that and uh, so when... Like, I I was watching the Zoro dynamic very particularly during the argument Mm -hmm. because I know what happens, you know, what transpires through the rest of this arc and I also know... Like, that quote that he has, which is also one of my favorite moments at the end of the Usopp fight, and we'll get to that in a minute, um, where it's like, this is like Zoro observing, like, okay, can I I continue to follow this man? Like, like who will he be in this, you know, in this scenario? Like, will he be the captain that we need him to be? Um, And there's a moment where Luffy goes to say, you know, if you feel so strongly about you know, the Mary, then why don't you leave the crew or whatever? Or like, uh, something to that effect. And Sanji, yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't finish. And Sanji kicks him in the face. And he's like, what the fuck were you going to say just there?
1: He goes, watch
0: what you say. Yeah. You need to
1: watch it. He says it twice, which is always cool. Every, yeah.
0: Cause everyone cares about not just the crew, but All even, even just like Luffy and like, they care about Luffy's friendship with Usopp, you know, they're, they're, you know, you want your friends to be friends too, especially, you know, the straw hats. And so I've heard it put before that the the biggest thing for that makes like that upsets the Straw Hats is when there is a disintegration within the crew. That's mm-hmm. the most devastating thing. Anything that happens outside, like they'll work through it. But when there's it's like manageable. something yeah. yeah, when there's something falling apart within the crew, it is devastating. And we feel that in the argument scene and then in in this fight too. The Straw Hats like it's we get a little bit of comedy with some of Chopper's reactions, but ultimately the Straw Hats are falling apart watching Usopp and Luffy fight. Yeah,
1: uh, so it leads to this duel, and this I so I knew how this like how this duel is gonna play like not so much how the duel is gonna end or anything like that, but I knew we were gonna get top level Usopp fighting. Yeah. My issue was why are they playing Usopp like he's a punk and weak earlier in this arc and he's able to take down or, you know, hold his own at least Mm -hmm. against one of the
2: strongest fighters? And I love that you're asking that because that is a really good question. That is a huge part of this and I think as we go on with these episodes for this arc that question gets answered and it's more not necessarily actually I I think it's just more of like an internal wall with Usopp that he needs to address realize and overcome and I think you're totally right for asking that because I felt the exact same way first time watching this I felt the same way this time watching it and then also remembering what does come later kind of helps with answering that question.
0: I don't feel that you need to even see the later content to answer this question. That's not a question I ever had because I think what you see is Usopp kind of unprepared and ambushed and then he's already like upset and like in a in a in kind of emotional turmoil when he shows up at Frankie House and gets beat the fuck up. As far as why is he able to fight Luffy? Because when he comes there, he comes ready. He's prepared. He's, he's set dials in place. He has, you know, he has different traps that he has ready. He knows Luffy's techniques. And he's had time to, like, sit and prepare and think and kind of stew on his feelings. And here he is. And he's got, he's had this argument with Luffy, And it's about... In a way, it's about his weakness to him. And so he comes through and he's like, I'm going to do the best I can do in this instance.
2: I don't agree. Do you? I really don't. Uh, And this is probably going to be something that, you know, we should absolutely revisit later on in this arc because uh, we'll see that he does come to terms with a lot of personal... uh, block it like blockages that he has where he'll be put in another spontaneous like ambush situation and the pep talks that he gives himself and the things that he has to do to like overcome them i i'm I'm sorry if this is like a little bit of a spoiler but we are like a little bit on the topic but like i think later on we'll realize that like that's kind of like what the usops issue actually is Especially and, for the guy who wants to be the bravest warrior on sea. Sure.
1: And yeah. I mean, here's the thing, too, is that we've seen him be in this situation before where he's outmaneuvered, out like, you know, outgunned, like, you know, uh I understand like him getting like him getting jumped, him getting stomped down, like yeah. They, they got the jump on him, they stomped him down. Him walking up to that, uh, yeah, yes. a yeah, uh, Frankie House, um, and not being prepared yeah. like he was for the Luffy fight, I think, in better shape because he gets his ass kicked again. There, like, I think that is, like, they say, do you have, like, does the scene serve story? or character it serves this serves story more than it does serve character um because i feel that there's all of that leading up to the fight like i was just kept getting this feeling of like i I wrote here um an unnecessary fight based on false principles Mm -hmm. that's like that's how i
2: that's how i felt I, I think, uh, maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I think, uh, the, the reasoning between the two battles, like, the Frankie battle is more of, like, sorrow, where he goes in crying and pleading and begging for, like, the money back, where the, the fight with Luffy is more anger. And honor. His I, honor. Maybe. I, 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 I equate it more to, like, you know... When you see those uh, Instagram videos of people deadlifting 300 pounds and you're like, who hurt you? Like, I, I, like I put it in that category where it's like, he went all out on rage on a whole different level of hurt added to the sorrow that was prior. To- yeah, I, I, I
0: hear the point, but I, I just feel like, for me, they're two different fights and the two different kind of Usopp mindsets going into them is ultimately why I feel that he was underprepared for the Frankie fight and underperformed in that fight. Also, it's, you know, Luffy is a 1v1 with a, again with an opponent that he knows very well. He loses that fight too though.
2: Yeah, no, he
1: does he does yeah. lose that fight. Uh but I'm saying like he didn't bring it the same way he brought it. I agree. Yeah. To like, you know, I mean, and there's without even knowing, I mean, he knew the opponent's enough to be able to what he did Maybe with he Luffy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we do Luffy with the freaking gas and the uh you know the Explosions, fire. Yeah. It would like you know that's a that's a king level move. Yeah.
0: You know on normal people. Um, can we uh, can we talk about some of these king level moves? Because this fight is yeah one of my favorite fights in let's, One Piece. Let's go
1: yeah let's go through this fight because it
2: is pretty, pretty fucking badass fight. Do you want to list off all of them? Because he had a lot
0: of bangers. Well I want well I just want to I want to set the stage before we start talking about the techniques <laughs> because the animation the lighting. Like, the, the color, like, palette. Like, Usopp, like, emerges from smoke or something. Like, and he's got a whole different vibe about him. He's got, like, he's got, like, the shaded, like, like, under eye thing going on. He's looking fucking pissed. And he comes through and he tells Luffy, like, yeah, I know, it. like, you need to come at me ready to beat me. Because I'm not going to pull any punches and I know your techniques and I'm not, like... These other enemies that you've had that take underestimate you or don't take you seriously. I'm not or there. yeah, or uh or just don't know what I you still can know do. Your moves. Exactly. So he comes through, he's got knives ready, he's got shurikens ready, he's got little like little spikes on the ground ready, he's got the impact rotten dial, rotten <laughs> eggs. Rotten eggs, yeah. rotten eggs <laughs> that he uses <laughs> to mask <really> the <laughs> gas <laughs> dial. Which
2: is so smart. Like I like at first like the rotten eggs getting hit with that, I'm like okay real cool but like by the time you get to like the uh the breath dial and he's like you couldn't even smell the gas could you and like oh yeah (laughs) it's so playing chess
1: i mean propane it does not have a smell to it remember like you know that's artificial uh so you know that you wouldn't smell uh something like that um if they, uh, if he set that
2: off. What if, what if it was water, water, gas? Water, 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 water. Yeah, so much going on in the Cactus R2, which I thought was super sick. Yeah, it was. Because so Luffy sick. comes at him with Gatling, which mm-hmm. is like, oh, he's gonna die. End game then... fucking move. Yeah. <laughs> You've already seen, like, two head haunches get taken down by uh Luffy's Gatling. Yeah.
1: And uh I, I enjoyed. I we Me and Bill talked like uh, me and bill talked about this a little bit um there's like two feelings i was getting one was the the dark souls uh like if you are <laughs> you going against a boss that you need to keep like keep them off like yeah. the entire time and it's like no stun them no do this have them trip they're but bleed damage, poison, then stun him again. Stats, Do this. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Traps, yes. items. Yes. Yeah, items. Set the traps yeah. going. Keep that, keep that rhythm going to chip away enough that you might be able to land the move.
2: And this leads directly into my very, very, very of the week, which you've seen Usopp with an impact dial so many times. He's always so afraid to use it. So He's bad. always worried about it. And Luffy comes in with, like, the world's longest fucking pistol, and he's... I think it might have been a bazooka, actually. Oh, it was a bazooka. Yeah, you're right. It was the bazooka. And Usopp takes the whole thing into an impact aisle and just fucking unloads it into Luffy's face. And he's like holding his arm, Catch like one of these. dude. I got so hyped on that. That was That's a,
1: and he felt and he such felt such it in a, his arm. He yeah, felt that he yeah. Himself, oh yeah, which
2: is man.
0: a great callback to Skypia too. Yeah, like the the the, the, the rever, rever reverberation. The reverberation. Yeah, yeah. The, which was
2: also like I think it was in some filler episodes too. Past like Scipio, like <clears throat> it's been brought up at least four other times. Yeah, like, yeah, Usopp used the impact dial, and it's like, yeah. I don't want to... like.
1: Yeah, he's he was he was really set with those dials <laughs> after he came back.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's a brutal fight, and it, they have like a lot of these flashbacks, which sometimes like seeing it, I'm like, wow, they're do- a little overdoing it with the flashbacks, especially
1: but, if it's like th- in the same episode.
0: But yeah. there's ultimately, <laughs> I think, I, I like in this watch through, I was like, no, actually, I kind of like the amount of fla- like quick flashbacks that they're having here because not because like oh you the viewer are supposed to be like reminded like i I remember all these things like i know Mm -hmm. who usopp is as a character yeah Yeah. but i take it now as like this is this is like luffy and like the other characters having they're like they're thinking of all the things that they love about usopp and like they can't separate all these memories from like this brutal fight that's happening in front of them and the like the juxtaposition of which is like makes it more painful like the Mm -hmm. like like you know, even though I'm, we're upset with him, or like we understand, there's he's upset, or like we can't separate our feelings about this person from the situation, and it's like just painful to watch because of that. Yeah. So, uh, Usopp eventually
2: eventually gets taken down by a bullet. Yeah. Not a real bullet. It was a bullet. Gum gum bullet. So bullet. <laughs> Luffy shoots Usopp. It's in the it title. In of
0: the, the head, episode. man. And then Luffy tells them, you know, you can keep the merry... But as he walks back to the ship, the straw hats are fucking hurt, dude. He and says, you he see everyone. Very, it's, and
1: he also tells them, it's been really fun.
0: It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Which, oh, that hurts too. Yeah. No,
1: because it's, again, going back to that thing, it's like,
0: you were my friend. Yeah.
1: You did this. Like, he feels, you did this. You made this decision. Yeah. He tells Nami earlier, talking's not going to change his mind. Yeah. And he knows,
0: yeah. Which uh, Luffy, despite being an idiot, like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, has this extremely high level of emotional intelligence. When he knows, sometimes he knows like the right thing to say or the right thing to do. Just like, and he knows that Usopp will not budge at all on this. Um, And you know, even Luffy, there's this great still of him where he pulls down the hat and he's like trying to hide his tears, which are streaming down his face because you know he's feeling so much pain for the situation, and. There's this moment where Usopp or uh, not Usopp, where Zoro is uh, observing the situation and he says, "You need to not falter. Like if you if he on the says, way back, yeah. If you waver, who can we trust? Mm-hmm. Because Luffy is what's holding this whole crew together." And I want
1: to go back just one other, like you know, just a half second, like before the fight when they're he's saying that, like you know, there's nothing we can say, like you know, there's nothing I can do because Nami's crying asking him to, like, you know, just apologize, do this, do this. Um, And uh, Luffy says, uh, or at the very end, which this actually, this got me, he tells her, I need you to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Which is is something Luffy's never said. Yeah. He's never been, he's never wanted to be left alone. He's never asked for that. Um, Like, these people are, like, that's how much it's this is affecting him that he says i need you to leave me alone for a second not in a negative way like not in a negative way just this is the kind of place i'm in right now yeah um but uh i liked what you were talking about before bill about uh what uh zoro was saying to him like you know to be a captain um uh you know you need to be steady this is the price you know, and he says, "Don't lose yourself."
0: Yeah, and this is what always seals the deal on me—definitely crying every time I watch this—is when Zoro says that, and Luffy's crying, just like, "Fuck!" it just like there's just so many layers to like what is upsetting about the situation, and somehow that encapsulates it further. Yeah, uh, my favorite,
1: my favorite Star Trek part is uh, him, uh, because Picard is the capital C captain, where. He doesn't fraternize with the crew. He makes, because he makes those decisions and he realizes he has to make those decisions. Uh, And he realizes the very end, uh, I could have been spending all all this time with these people that I live with. Like, you know, every single day, I could have been these people's friends. I could have, or at least had a relationship with these people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and again, like all that, all that is lost. Uh, Like, you know, with all the time he's wasted uh, doing that. And it's the opposite here where Luffy has to make this captain's choice and has to deal with whatever, like, the repercussions of it. Um, And I think Zoro is doing what he's supposed to do. Um, Zoro ultimate, like, for him being the character he is, amazing support. Like yeah, you know, type yeah. character. He is always giving good advice to people, like in these sort of situations, especially because yeah, he
0: knows how to handle the weight of things. Exactly, like kind of reminds me of your dad,
1: huh? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it does remind me of dad. Uh, like when he talks to Chopper, and he's like, you know, giving Chopper advice about how to handle stuff. Um, you know, uh, you know, telling Luffy like. 'Cause basically your first mate is the person that is able to talk to you, kind of straight give you advice, like on that on that stuff's like you're too close, you need to step back, mm-hmm. you need to uh reassess like, you know, don't falter. This is bad, you know, but this is a decision you need, you need to make for this ship, for this crew. Um yeah. you know.
2: Well, what a beautiful set of episodes we've talked about. You know, the going Mary's going to shit, uh, Usopp's out of the crew, and Robin's dead.
1: Robin's gone!
2: (laughs) (laughs) She
0: is gone. I think, ultimately, though, um, we're we're losing sight of one really important thing that happened in these episodes, and, you know, there's a lot towards the end that is really stressful to deal with, and that's why we're talking about it so much. But we do have to hold... You know, close to the fact that we did get a great character introduced in these episodes, Gumbe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do want to make mention of Justin's theory, which is at one point we saw they're selling masks in the town and we saw Panda Man masks. And Justin's like, what if we're not always seeing Panda Man, but just people wearing Panda Man masks? Yeah, so I w- I, ha-
0: I was saying, well, maybe that's the Panda Man, like Majora's mask, where you put it on and you become the Panda Man. Mm-hmm. And then I was saying... It's a cursed mask. And then I was saying, I was like, maybe none
1: of these are the real Panda Mans. Maybe I'm
2: Panda Man.
1: <laughs> maybe when you put it on, you become... Like, and that's why you see him everywhere.
2: Like the mask. <laughs>
0: um...
1: You know what you know who's a real like who's been a captain for a while, right? Wait, who? Uh I I'm not hundred (laughs) percent sure yet because we have to talk about what next episodes we're gonna be going through. (laughs) So
2: I was skipping towards the end. Sorry guys. (laughs) You had some momentum there though. I did, I did. Sorry that we have to cut a short. No, we're we're gonna ask. We're gonna ask again if you know any other captain.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the next episodes that we're covering Oh, we have to ask the question first bill what episodes are we covering next week the next episodes that we're covering two hundred and seven and oh whoa I'm jumping ahead <laughs> I'm dyslexic i'm just you know i'm just I'm just so excited for justin to do the, the sign off so now i'm now I'm fucking yeah. it all up the next episodes that we're actually covering two hundred and thirty seven to two hundred and forty three we're getting up there y'all Yeah, we're we're we cruising close through time. we're in you, you know, some some people, you know, you didn't think... You're like the very, very, very strongest One Piece podcast. They're not going to make it to Water 7. Well, look at us now.
2: We're in it. We're look
0: at us now, Mom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I only cried three times. Mom, Mom, Dad, you said you thought... <laughs> Mom, Dad, you want to know what anime is? Watch Dragon Ball Evolution.
1: <laughs> Good stuff.
2: Well, listen, guys. If you want to stick with us, and you damn well better... Check us out, because we are live every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. And if you want the show, as soon as it's live, subscribe to your podcatcher of choice. That way you get it as soon as it publishes. And remember, follow us on Instagram, because we work really hard. Bill posts cover stories, and you get a little bit of the manga. You're going to get some Bill biceps at the Wax Museum. Mm-hmm. you get some Dragon Ball coverage. You're going to love the way you look. We guarantee it. But, uh, I did have a question that we did kind of, like, overlook, was, uh... Like, what other captains do you know in the One Piece world? So,
1: obviously, the shiny example is my man, main man Shanks. And Shanks' crew, top-notch. All professionals. You know, when things go down in Shanks's crew, you know, somebody goes, puts something up to Shanks, like, you know, tries to shoot Shanks, sh- bam! Done. You know, cause they put their life on it. Remember people. They put Except their for life Rockstar. on it. Rockstar. Except for Rockstar. <laughs> but <laughs> and if this kind of bullshit was happening on Shanks's crew What we'll would we'll he say, <laughs> He would just say no. And we all know when Shanks says no, I'll see you guys next week.
0: That's great. Come on on a train. And